Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Richmond's Morning News, News Radio WRVA. Good morning. Gary Hess in for John Reed. And uh, it is Wednesday, January the 10th, uh, the day after a storm where we saw a lot of rain, power outages, there's school delays this morning, and all that kind of stuff as well. We'll detail that a little bit later on. But first, we want to welcome to the program our, our friend, uh, and a uh, great writer for the Richmond Times Dispatch, Eric Kalinich. Eric, how you doing, my man? Hey, Gary. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So uh, I was fascinated by an uh, article that you uh, wrote a couple days ago in, in, in the Times Dispatch about it. It was funny because I've seen a couple things about the ballpark in just the last couple days after kind of not hearing anything for a while. Um, and it was interesting with the delay to buy Sportsbacker Stadium. Kind of take us through uh, that decision and what the domino effect of that's going to be. Yeah, well, first, I mean, for some background, the, to, to remind everyone, the plan here is to not just replace the diamond, but replace the diamond, replace adjacent Sportsbacker Stadium, replace Arthur Ashe Boulevard, replace the big open field next to the diamond with a massive $2.4 billion um, redevelopment that would include not only a baseball stadium, but uh, hotel, um, apartments, townhomes, uh, retail, perhaps office space. And so this is a really big plan. And so part of it is uh, buying the city buying Sportsbacker Stadium, which is owned by VCU, tearing that down and replacing it with, it looks like it'll be either offices or apartment buildings um, in that spot. And the city is going to buy the stadium for $25 million, and VCU plans to use that money to build a new athletics facility across the street. And so basically, the city is looking at all the expenses that they have. You know, they have to build a stadium, they have to build um, apartment buildings, because the apartment buildings are very important because the tax money from the apartment buildings will pay for the stadium. And then they have to buy sports backers and they just decided sports backers needs to be the bottom priority here. They have a deadline they have to meet to build the stadium and they have apartments that they have to build to pay for the stadium. And so they've just sort of decided that sports backers needs to be the third priority here. And so 
Uh, they have they have told VCU that they don't intend to buy sports backers for a while. Um, that it could be a, it could be a few years apparently. Um, and so what that means is that we could have basically just a system where the stadium goes up, sports backers is still there next to it, and uh, just the pieces that this happens could change. The idea, uh, the city is hoping that the stadium still goes up on time, still goes in the same place. Uh, this is just really being done in, in order to prioritize getting the stadium built on time. And on time is they're hoping to open it by 2026. Obviously, there's a lot to unpack here, but I guess I'm going to start with this. Is this, uh, you know, with you talk about, there's the deadline for the ballpark, 2026, the Major League Baseball, um, you know, deadline was actually 2025, but so Shovel's got to get in the ground at some point. Sportsbacker Stadium, the sale leads to the Athletics Village by VCU, which may create space for the apartments, which is key for paying for the ballpark. In some ways, is this whole deal like a house of cards that could come tumbling down, or is this just a a, a, a shuffling of the order things are being done. I think, you know, it's, I don't think the whole thing is a house of cards, but the baseball stadium might be. The baseball stadium is the hard part here. I've, and I've heard people speculate that, you know, maybe eventually this deal happens where the city decides they can't build a stadium and they build all the residences um, and, and, you know, the apartment buildings and the townhouses. That part, I, you know, building the apartments and the townhouses, I don't think is, is that difficult because, uh, you know, they know there's a demand for those kind of buildings, for homes. People will move into them. Uh, people will start paying for them. Um, they will generate money. The baseball stadium is just tougher because, one, it has to get built quickly. It has to get built with money that doesn't exist yet. Um, and then they have to have agreements with both the Flying Squirrels and VCU because VCU's baseball team will play there. Uh, I kind of feel like this would be easier if they could do it in reverse, where they, if they built the apartments first, um, build the townhouses, get all that money, then build that, take that money, and build the stadium. But they don't have that luxury because they're meeting, they have to meet this deadline that, that you mentioned that was supposed to be 2025, but the city has said we can't meet a 2025 deadline. We can we can do 2026, uh, and so I I mean the whole development. I think I don't think there's any problem of the whole development happening. But I mean the stadium is the hard part. Stadium is uh, the 2025 deadline, uh, and Major League Baseball. You know they said okay we can have it ready for 2026. But you would imagine for Major League Baseball not to come in and do something, there needs to be how do you put it, clear uh, work toward the stadium, shovels in the ground, construction being underway. And so that deadline is, you know, that's that you would think that construction has got to begin any time now, right? They say it takes about two years to build a stadium. And so opening day 2026, that's, that's early April. So that means, you know, we need to be seeing construction, I would think, by about April. I don't know. I don't know if they could push it to May or June, but you know it needs to be early this year. And it, it just seems like there's kind of a game of chicken going on between the city and Major League Baseball, where the city is saying, we want a commitment from Major League Baseball that you're not going to pull the team out. You know, we'll build a stadium if, if you can give us a commitment that you're not going to pull the team out. And 
Major League Baseball saying, well, we want to see actual concrete steps that you're building a stadium. We don't want to see words. You know, we want to see promises. And so both sides are trying to get the other side to commit. And they're both saying, you know, Major League Baseball seemingly is saying that it, it wants to keep baseball in Richmond, minor league baseball in Richmond. The city is saying it wants to build a stadium, but getting like a hard and fast commitment is very difficult. Um, Richmond is a good market for double-A baseball. Richmond could probably be a triple-A market. Uh, so I, I don't think Major League Baseball wants to pull a team out of the city and have the city be vacant, but they, they're only going to wait so long. And so the game of chicken goes on. What is the next step uh, in terms of, I know a developer's been chosen. We still, uh, the, the plans are still in process. What's the next step we need to look for in the process? They need to finalize a blueprint for a design for the stadium. Um, they have, they've drawn up designs. I don't know how final those are, if, if they've been decided, decided upon, if they're being tweaked, if they're being overhauled. Um, but they haven't, they haven't released anything to the public. You know, we haven't seen anything like this is what the stadium is going to look like. And there's going to be a berm here. And, you know, this is how many levels the stadium will be. And this is where concessions will be. And, you know, we haven't seen any of that. Um, they also, another big deal is they need to develop lease agreements with the flying squirrels and with VCU. Um, and so, you know, VC, uh, so the squirrels will be a tenant in the stadium. The developer will own the stadium. The squirrels will be a tenant and how much money the squirrels are going to pay uh, and how much money VCU will pay. Th- those are big financial pieces of this too. And those are agreements that they, they need to get done. Um, and so that stuff needs to come together before they can put shovels in the ground um, this spring. We're talking to Eric Kalenich from the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Eric, uh, you mentioned, you know, so Sportsbacker Stadium is going to stay put for the time being. You know, Sportsbackers, the, the organization, has done a lot of great work in the city of Richmond. What is the future for Sportsbackers, and, uh, and how are they being impacted by all of this? Yes, yeah, so Sportsbackers, the nonprofit, uh, they have already decided that they are leaving uh, because they were under the impression that their home was going away, that their office was going to get torn down. Because uh, this has been in talks for like five years. And so the so not Sportsbackers knew, okay, we, we need to find a new home or, you know, we could go with VCU to wherever VCU goes. And so they... Uh, they have made an agreement with Henrico County to move over to Hermitage Road. Um, they are going to redevelop an old bank building on Hermitage Road near Bryan Park. And that building will be an access point to the Fall Line Trail. Uh, so it sounds like they've got a cool setup over there. Um, and so they plan to head over there this year. As far as I know, they aren't, they aren't making any changes from that because I think, I think they are excited for their new home. Um, and then, you know, the other big piece to all this, is VCU's Athletics Village, which is supposed to be on the east side of Hermitage Road, just across the street from the Diamond District. Um, without that $25 million that VCU was expected to get from the city, they have put their plans for the Athletics Village on hold. And for those who don't know, kind of tell everyone what that Athletics Village is supposed to look like. That is, uh, that's a multi-sport uh, uh, facility, right? Yeah, and so it's it's sort of like the the Olympic sports. Um, so they have spent uh, about forty million dollars 
buying up the land on that side of Hermitage Road. And they're planning to build um, a track and field facility that would replace sports backers. Um, They would also have some practice fields. They are going to build indoor and outdoor tennis courts. uh, And then they're going to build a soccer stadium. And then the last piece is an indoor track. Um, So uh, there's a a lot of work to be done there. It's going to take years to raise all that money and build it all. It's a really big plan. Um, It also impacts the campus on Monroe Park because VCU, once uh, once they have new tennis courts over in the Athletics Village, they're going to tear down the tennis courts that are on campus and they're going to build a new student center in that place. So the Athletics Village is very closely uh, intertwined with the rest of the university and their building plans. Um, So there are a lot of moving pieces here and they're kind of all waiting for you know, sports backers to get sold so they can get that $25 million so that they can build first the new soccer uh, track and field stadium, and then they'll build tennis courts, and then they'll tear down the tennis courts on campus and start building a student center. Um, and all this, you know, it it's all meticulously planned because it all costs a lot of money. They either have to, um, you know, issue debt where, you know, they're they're going into the bond market and they're raising money that way, or, you know, through philanthropy where they're going to businesses and donors and saying, hey, we, would, you know, can you donate to this? Um, so, I mean, they plan this stuff out, you know, six, ten years in advance. Um, and it's and a lot of it is is dependent on that twenty five million dollars from the city that they expected to get. Great stuff as always. It's like a game of dominoes. That first domino has to fall before the rest of them can can, right. can start falling. They set them all up meticulously, but that first one's got to get knocked over. Eric, right. great talking to you. Thanks for the update. We'll keep an eye on this uh, um, story as it continues to develop uh, with the yeah. ballpark and with sports backers. Appreciate it, my man. Thanks for having me, Gary. Yep, that's Eric Kalinich from the Richmond Times Dispatch. Back in a moment, News Radio WRVA. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.